and welcome back, everyone, to another Fantasy Know-It-Alls yep, episode. Yep, yep. Yes, sir. Another another recap episode here. Uh, we got episode 10, actually. We're breaking yep. into double digits, double now. digits now. Thank man. you to everyone who's... who's yeah. Thank you all the supporters out there. Thank you all my fans. I love y'all, All man. my fans. Yeah, his, his <laughs> fans, everybody. We all know that you're listening to Kevin and his takes, of course. But no, thank you guys for, for tuning in. I think we're close to 350 listens right now, so... We're killing it right now. Really appreciate you guys, you know, giving support every week and uh, continuing to, to give you guys, you know, good takes every week. Keep showing love and share it to your friends. Keep showing love. Um, yeah, so we got we got week two recap uh, minus the two games that we got today, which is pretty weird to think about, two, two Monday night games. But here we are. Got some good matchups going. Um, before we get into that, we'll, we'll talk about those later on towards the end of the episode. But we're we doing our, our favorite, you know, you know, we're going to have a little little humbleness here where we realize that we may have led you guys wrong, which we apologize, but our we messed up segment. So number one on the list, I think one of the the least, un, you know, or most underwhelming names that we have on the list right now is going to be Russell Wilson. Um, yeah, boys. Yeah, yeah it's tough, man. You know, I was so high on him. I had him as my third-ranked quarterback. I know. Rankings, so. This is true. And it's just like, I don't... I really don't know what's going on, you know. I, I would think that they would figure something out, you know. Even with they, I feel like they need to like get the run game set up more, get Javante because Javante really liked that. I think you know, give him the ball more, then let that play action start to open up. But I, I don't even know how if it's even going to get better. Hopefully, Jared Judy isn't out long as he is. So I don't know. I mean, it's really the coach, dude. The coach is so bad. I get that he this is second game coaching, but he's terrible. He makes the worst decisions, and, you know, a head coach, I mean, bound to have a bad offensive coordinator, right? Like, it's just, <laughs> I don't know what's going on in Denver. I watched that whole game yesterday, because I'm in Kansas right now, and that's what was playing on CBS, and I was disgusted <laughs> with how they were playing. Disgusted. It was it was gross to watch. I hated every second of it. Disgusted. There you go, fellas. <laughs> yeah, we, we had him at, you know, we gave you guys the rankings last week. Minus Kevin posting the the Instagram post. Thank you, Mr. Instagram. Yep. But we had Russell Wilson at our number seven QB for the week. Um, he's so far down there, I don't even know what number he was actually truly at, but definitely not number seven. Um, hurts to see paying the guy two hundred and fifty something million dollars, and this is the result that we're getting out of it. You know, at, at some point, yes, it is a head coach issue, but at some point, he's also a competitor that's been in the league for long enough where. That's what I'm saying. I feel like he should be be able to be like a Tom Brady where he steps in and it doesn't matter who your you coach have, is. You have you know? to be. Run the plays you want to run and let's go let's go do it and win this game. But I feel like that's just not happening. Yeah, he I think he probably do have to get some more chemistry with his wide receivers to kinda I mean you gotta throw the ball in the right spot on time. So. Yeah. And I think what would hurt him, I don't think he played a lot in the preseason. Yeah. And, True. And, and it's starting to show that you I think you need to you need to get those game time reps and that's really what's coming right now in these first few games. So I wouldn't worry too much about him. Obviously I think it's it's definitely scary. But I think I definitely still think it can change. So he may just need a couple of games to get he still gotta go around he did lose Jared Judy, which we'll get into in the injury segment, but now the question is do you start him still? Do you if you have him, do you start him or are you looking elsewhere? I mean yeah, I have him in Dynasty, I'm starting him for sure. But, it depends on what on what yeah. you have on the bench. Yeah. If you got Someone on the bench, like a Kirk Cousins or a Derek Carr. I'm, de- I'm definitely. I would strongly or, consider starting both of those guys over Russell Wilson. Yep, and, and we're gonna get to our waiver wires, but I definitely think there's a few quarterbacks on the waiver wires. Oh yeah. yeah, that you can think about starting over him. So, yeah, he came in with a whopping 12.06 points for Russell. 
uh, going to switch it over to the wide receiver we messed up. And I don't think anyone really would have guessed this, especially considering he had his grandparents there for the first game he's ever watched. But They ever watched, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Devontae Adams. I mean, he had a touchdown. But outside, I think that really saved him. That, that's, he had 9.9 <laughs> points. And he had a touchdown like it was the first quarter too, so I thought he was going to start the day off nice, and it was just not happening. But I think even though him and Derek Carr have like chemistry from college and stuff like that, but they haven't played with each other before after college for uh, several years. So I think it's just like they're trying to get him ball. He still has seven targets, which is obviously a decent amount. But I think they just have to develop that chemistry a little bit more. Nor Devontae is going to be, and Devontae needs the ball right when he makes it like break. And you can tell on Devontae's face, he's like, okay, like you're not Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> oh yeah, no, Aaron, Aaron knew exactly where and when to throw that, and yeah. Devontae just had to be there. So yeah. yeah, no, it's just it's tough. We had him at our at a wide receiver three for last week. I thought the matchup all through and through was going to be perfect for him. For sure. Uh, just it's just tough. Not even breaking double digits yeah. for this week, and yes, in our yeah. at least in our ESPN setup. So, uh, he, I mean, obviously he's still always going to be for sure start. He's a person yeah. who he's getting open every play. It's just Derek Hart's got to give him the ball. He's got to give him the ball. You know, yep. he's got to give him the ball. Simple. Anything to add, Sam? No, I'm good. Okay, perfect. We all said it. Uh, next on the list, another another wide receiver running back combo we got going on here with Cordero Patterson. Uh, I know we talked about him last week, which being, I think, someone that is high on our, you know, buy list. We, we're going to, you know, trust him fully, that kind of stuff. And then he comes out and he has a, a 4.1, you know, fancy points game. And it, it's tough to see, tough to sit through because you know what he can do. You saw it in week one. But at the same time, it, it's also a Falcons major issue. It's clearly the, another Falcons head coach or another head coach in general that is struggling with figuring out what their team wants to do. Um so just it's just terrible to see that. Sam, thoughts? I don't know if you guys remember, but I was not wrong on this take last week. <laughs> I said to sit, do not start Cordell Patterson, wait another week, because Tyler Algier is coming back, and Damian Williams is playing again. So that's what happened to his usage. He only got 10, uh, 10 rushing attempts and one target yesterday. Okay, yeah, yeah, he had like, so. zero, zero receptions, and I really think that's – Obviously, he's the hard runner, but he needs those receptions, too, to be um, a decent running back or RB2 or even competing for RB1 spot. He, he, just didn't, he didn't get that on Sunday. Yeah, now now the question, Sam, is this, is this someone you're sitting then going forward, at least until he proves himself? Yes. I think I'm, I'm not playing him unless you are desperate desperate at the running back position Yeah. or at the at your flex position. Yeah. Um, I'm 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 waiting until he shows me until he shows me he can take over that whole backfield, which I, I mean there was a reason why he was drafted so late, you know, in in startup drafts is because he's old, you know, he can't I don't think he can handle a whole backfield, so that's my concern with him going forward. Yeah, understood. Yeah, just for reference, I think we where do we have? I just had it here. Why can't I see it? Uh, we had uh, Cordero Patterson at uh, running back 21, um, obviously way worse than that. Um, he was just on the fringe of RB2 there, not even not even worth the start uh, based on those numbers. Another another one that really that really kind of hurts, especially since it was someone that I was high on, and I'm still high on. Just maybe it could be a rough week, but AJ Dillon with the with the Green Bay Packers, it was the Aaron Jones show, yeah. And that's what that's what you're afraid of with yeah. that matchup if if you got both of them and 
Aaron yeah. Jones is is the man that day. And this and this is what I um, figured actually was going to happen. Me and Manny actually put a parlay together for Aaron Jones to have rushing yards and two touchdowns. And unfortunately, we have one. Sorry, they never see your team messed up our parlay. But we're not going to go there. No, sorry, but, um, man. When you looked at Aaron Jones's um, rushing rushing yards last weekend with the least amount of attempts, you saw that he was the better runner out of the two. Like AJ AJ Dillon is that power back. He can get you those tough yards. But Aaron Jones is more of a bigger play guy. And so that's why I thought Green Bay saw also they gave him more runs this game. That's, and that's what I thought was going to happen. So, And also, A.J. Dillon, he didn't get as many um, receptions as he got that first game. That's really yep. where a lot of his points came from last game. So I think it'd be some, his, his stats, I think it's going to be something like this. Obviously, he's going to have those games where we have 40 yards rushing with a touchdown and maybe a couple catches. And I think that's that's where he is. So I think he's always going to be like a flex option. Maybe and I don't think he's really going to creep up into that RB2. Or not definitely not an RB one. Why Aaron Jones is there? Aaron Jones is still just he's too good of a runner. Yeah, so and I had I had carries taken away. I had my take at the beginning of the season. They were both gonna be top fifteen. I know we're only two weeks in, but I'm not sure if I'm feeling that that later half of AJ Dillon being top fifteen. So, yeah. I mean he he's getting the carries though. He had 18 carries. I mean not and he only had 61 rushing yards. So. He's still getting those carries. He just, I mean, I feel like he just has to get more yards. Yeah. But he's that bruiser, you know. So, but when they're on the one-yard line, they're probably going to go to him. So, you're just kind of almost depending on that touchdown. Because I don't think he's going to get that five receptions for 46 yards like he did in that first week. I just, that's just not his game. Right. Yep, I agree. Yep. And to round out, the, the we, we messed up with the tight end position. Someone that we've talked about for a couple <sighs> different times, Albert O. Albert O. Albert O. Albert O. Zero points. The goose, the goose egg for Zero. Albert O. This week, obviously an extension of Russell Wilson's fantastic performance. But man, we it's just it just felt like he's just not not the man right now. You know, we had him at uh at tight end eleven, so fringe right there with uh, with tight end one. Granted, I know it's lower lower end there, but someone that had good potential after first week. He had he saw decent numbers there, and then. Dropped the goose egg on us. So, you know, Sam, what what are we thinking of Albert O going forward? I mean, <laughs> I'm worried. I had I picked him up at two leagues off of waivers this past week, and he might be going right back to waivers. <laughs> and I don't know if it's all his fault because Russell Wilson is playing very bad right now, but. I, I just don't know. I mean, they're not scoring touchdowns in the red zone, so we don't know if he's a red zone guy. And he's not catching the ball in the open field. So I, I don't know what to think. I might hold on to him maybe another week, see if he can, you know, step it up and stay on my squad. But it's not looking good for him. Yeah. Let's just say that. Yeah. I mean, and he only had two targets, like just two. So it's just like – and, I mean, the first week he had six and he had five receptions for that first week. But it was just like, I, yeah, I didn't see the usage there. And then I started him in one week this week, too. So I think, you know, I am definitely might be looking for some other tight ends that are just – or at least getting more targets. You know, I'm looking to get, a, you know, at least getting five targets from a tight end. You know, if I yeah, got if you didn't, late, if you didn't grab the, the top three tight ends, you're basically going for tight ends that – gets targets in games. Yeah, you for know? sure. For you're sure. going to have those games where they score two, three points, but – that's what you're looking for at tight end if you waited, you know. Yep. Yeah, completely agree. And then, you know, on onto the subject of, you know, looking for other players given given the current circumstances. I'll throw it over to Kev here, our injury report man. 
uh, and to kind of run through the injuries and, and who to look for in these in these uh, you know crazy crazy situations that are occurring. Yeah, to, to, so to start it off, obviously, um, I think everybody saw the Trey Lance injury, and um, it was her on a running play. He broke yeah. his, I think it ended up being his fibula and some other bone in his leg, but obviously he's he's getting season-ending season yeah. surgery. Yeah. And so um, he's out for a season, so obviously you want to drop him if you're not in a, um, a dynasty because um, you can't use him this season. And so <laughs> that that would they look bad. And so obviously, I wait. So we do have some quarterbacks that you, we can look at on waivers. I'll get into a little into that later, but um, one that we really didn't talk about on waiver wire was Jimmy Garoppolo. I just want to know what you guys think about Jimmy G at his backup. Like, is he a legit maybe starter in a lineup or? We got wait and see. Are we picking them up? How much bad money we spend on them, if any? Like, what do you think? What do you think about Jimmy Garoppolo? Hmm. I mean, it's, it's it's hard to tell, man. I mean, he had he had a pretty good game or a pretty good year last year. Um, I'm not sure exactly where he fell in the ranks last year because I know he was injured a little bit and Trey Lance played a couple games, so that might skew it. But I mean, he's got weapons. He's got Debo. He's got you know. I mean, running back's a little iffy right now. But once George Kittle comes back, Debo, I mean, he's got the same offense as he had last year, and he had a pretty good year. So he could be a serviceable quarterback if you want a guy that can get you maybe like 14, 15 points. You know, I think I just think there's better options on your waiver wire weekly. Yeah, I, I, I concur with that. I, I didn't see anything. Obviously, they won pretty handily. It's the Seahawks, though. I'm not really that too impressed with it but he seemed to handle things well jumping in there doesn't seem like he went out of you know through through like to the moon in, in his performance and and whatnot but you know had a touchdown had 154 yards um passing so nothing crazy there but someone that if you're in a in a bind and you need someone you know sam said there's other people out there and this is like way after the fact like if you don't get your waiver wire uh, this this guy is probably still sitting there, yeah. even after the first wave of waiver wire ads and, and things like that. Facts, facts. For sure, for sure. I agree with that. All right, next on our list is um actually Alvin Kamara. And we actually had a few, looking going through these injuries, we actually had a few rib injuries um, this week, and that's kind of interesting. But um, Alvin Kamara, as we all know, he was a late do-not-play um, this week on Sunday. Yeah, it's hurt. And, um, right now, he still is day-to-day with a rib injury. So um, what do we think about um? Mark Ingram is he a legit? He had a couple carries look like he was running hard, but he's not like a. Legit he's player. not that man anymore. Yeah, he's not. Uh, that at, at one point in my life, I loved Mark Ingram. He was always such a good pickup, like late round, maybe waiver wire. He was just he was just consistent, always got catches and things like that. He's not the same guy. Yeah. And I don't know. It's it's one of, obviously not going to drop Alvin Kamara ever. I don't think he's 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 going to be back. But I think it's a, a hold on and see if you guys can pick someone up off the waiver wire or if you have an additional running back on the list. But, yeah, I'm not too concerned with it. Yeah. Give give the guy a rest, even though it sucked having him off the team. I, say, I have off him the in two leagues, and I had a I know last that hurt. minute, so he's not playing. I'm nope. all right, let me go find somebody in the lineup real quick. But I definitely never even thought twice about picking up Mark Ingram and put him on, on my team. I just – I think he, he's just too old, man. I mean, he he's going to get a few carries and going to have a few good runs, but – Nothing that's going to be, like, you know, too crazy, like over 100 yards out. And he's not even getting the catches there either. So True. No, yeah, true. So, um, so staying with the rib injuries that we had, uh, we're going to go to Jared Judy. 
Um, I actually saw this injury while I was watching the game. I actually thought it was the shoulder at first, but then it looked just a breach hurt to them. He actually hurt his rib also. Um, X-rays came back negative, but right now he's still day-to-day. Um, so we have to see if, see if he practices next week. But um, how do we feel? Is Cortland Sutton, like even a wide, is he's a wide receiver one without Jared Judy? Do we love Cortland Sutton anymore without Jared Judy if he's not playing? Or I mean, it kind of goes back to the quarterback situation. But even even with that, Cortland still had a like a good game yeah. from from a wide receiver yeah, standpoint. Was, Russell was looking for him. He yeah. know that's that's his only option right now to go to, and he was getting open. He was finding them. So I mean. I, I like Cortland Sutton. I, I think I think he's for sure start, especially if Jared Judy's not playing. Because I don't I don't even who's the second wide receiver for the the Broncos? KJ Hamler. I, I he, think so. he actually was ruled out last game, so he's he's like back in injuries. Oh, he's my, out, my, he, he was out last game. He didn't play last game. Oh wow! So they, so they just they got they running. They running. They running thin. Yeah. <laughs> I would so hate like, to be the Denver Broncos right yeah, now. Yeah, so. so now, can you even blame Russ then? Like he has one wide receiver. And I'm and still Albert blaming Hill. him. <laughs> I'm still gonna blame him. <laughs> All right, we gonna, we yeah. gonna we... he's in, yeah, it's in a he's in a tough situation right now. I mean, I, I still think he can play better, but you know, he's had I think he's played with worse, but um I don't know. I think I think he's still gotta give him time. He's still adjusting to the offense, so but Corlin Sutton, wide receiver one, lock and loaded every week. For sure. Play That's him a, every week. For sure. To. Um, sticking with wide receivers, we're actually going to go to Michael Pittman, also another wide receiver who did not play this week. Um, he had a quad injury. Right now, um, the head coach said he has um, made some good progress on that quad injury, but still is listed as questionable for their week three game. So um, why why am I blinking? I can't even think of who else are the coach wide receivers. Paris Campbell. Um, they a good game. My man from the used to be in that GLIAC is uh, – What's his name? His last name is Do- Dolan, but he was a wide receiver from Malone. We played against him. Oh, yep. yeah. He yep. actually, he actually had, had like five game. catches, 70-something yards. Yeah. So so, so with Michael Pittman, are we actually giving those wide receivers a chance maybe? Are we thinking, looking at them like? I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, Sam, what's your thoughts on the Colts and, and no, the I wide receivers? Look, that offense looked terrible. No one. No wide receivers, no tight ends. You're not starting any one of those guys. I mean, Maybe in DraftKings, if you want to take a shot with a good matchup, you know, DraftKings lineups, you know, maybe a tight end, maybe a receiver. But right now it's Jonathan Taylor. It's a Jonathan Taylor okay, show. Yes, the J- he didn't JT even do anything. Show. Yeah, he was... So, you know, it's very concerning in Indianapolis right now. It just, it just, I hate, that was one that hurt too, seeing Michael Pittman out. Just like with Alvin Kamara. Because it, it's someone I love on my team. and No, yeah, for, for sure, for sure. All right, well, we got a few more guys here. We got a quarterback who played through his injury on Thursday Night Football and Justin Herbert, also with a rib injury. Um, a lot of rib injuries. Yeah, I don't know what it is with the ribs. What's going on with that? He's a post, post Malone actually just hurt his rib. Whoa, saw that. at a concert. He, I saw that he failed. He What's the universe? He looked like he died. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Dang, What's the universe post? telling us right now? <laughs> So everybody, make sure you you wear your rib protection. <laughs> but um, like I said, that game was on Thursday, and on Friday, report came out and saying that um, Justin Herbert just day to day right now doesn't seem to be something too serious. Um, he's still listening as questionable, but they just taking it day by day. So we just have to um, continue updates on that um, tomorrow on Wednesday and see if he'll be able to play um, Week Three against the Jaguars. Yeah, I don't think there's really much to say about it. Yeah. You're still going to start yeah, him. He's, he's going to take day to day. I say yeah. if he's playing, you start him. Yeah, so easy. Yeah, if he's playing, you start him. 
Then the last one we are going to talk about is a tight end we all kind of fell in love Man. with. And unfortunately, this is biting us in the butt. Um, Dalton Schultz hurt his knee um, week two against Cincinnati, and they are declaring a PCL injury. And so he is going to be out for a couple of weeks right now, they said. Um, and they just kind of trying to play it by ear, but they don't know a fin of a date when he's man. going to be back. So That's tough, man. We all had so high hopes for, for Schultz, man. We did. But it, they already kind of started going down once, like, Dak was kind of start when Dak got injured. But, I, like, I still kind of believed in him. But now it's just like, man, it sucks. I think he definitely was destined for a good season. So hopefully he bounced back from the injury. Do so. Do they have any solid backup tight ends or? Yeah, that's and that's the thing you, you just gotta look into. That's what I'm kind of um, looking up right now. Um, some tight end. What's the tight end from the Chargers? Why can't I keep blanking on his name? Um, Gerald Everett. Gerald Everett. If he's still in your waivers, I think he's a, he's a good pickup. Um, he got a. I think he had 13 last week. 13 points. 13 or 14 points last week. So that's a good um, pickup. Uh, I think Tyler Higby had a good game. He might be on. Um, on waivers for the Rams, he had 14 points. These are a couple of guys that what, you can look at. What about Xavier's boy? Mike Gusecki? Is that his boy? Logan Thomas. Oh, Not... we, we saw that. We saw that. <laughs> I got I'm mad like, seeing his touchdown. We, we honestly, the touchdown. I, like, I legitimately got like, mad. That's your boy, man. Uh, <laughs> I no, legitimately got Logan mad at Thomas. that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't recommend. What about Mike Gusecki? He had a, a, yeah. a touchdown with 14 points. Yeah, absolutely. Points. Looking at Mike Gusecki. Oh, yeah. So all those guys are guys that you can look at um, for that tight end position to fix Dalton Schultz because I know that tight end position is tough if you don't got one of those top guys. All right. So that's definitely our people I will look at. All right, and that's that is Kevin Kirkland with the injury report there. Not a whole lot of major things, but a lot of rib injuries going on there. So I don't know what it is with the ribs, man. You know, but you know, following up with that, obviously we have our waiver wire talk. These are these are true people that are not picked up in every league that have a high percentage of you guys looking at, and I think they are really well worth um, you know your, your waiver wire pickups this week. So first one off the bat, I think it's pretty obvious once you hear the name. Tua, um, amazing game. I saw some crazy stat where it's only two weeks in, but he's on he's on pace right now for 6,200 yards. <laughs> <laughs> and I love I love the two week comparison oh, that they have God. for for those for those stat guys and stuff. But he. He's taken in 64% of the leagues, so he's out there in a lot in one third of leagues right now. Oh, and yeah. um, I know, I know, Kev, for example, yes. lost a lot yep. of so, quarterback situations. So in, in one of my leagues, um, our five one seven league, yep, right? our, our five one seven league actually, I drafted Dak Prescott and Trey Lance. <laughs> and so obviously, both of my quarterbacks are hurt right now, and I am looking on waivers right now. I have the second um, waiver claim, hopefully first. Right now, I have the second. Depends on how tonight goes. But um, I will have the second or first pick in waivers. And right now I'm really trying to decide um, between Tua, and I'll just jump into the second guy. Go right ahead. talk about is um, Carson Wentz. And this kind of the conversation I want to have with you guys. Because I think long term, I want Tua. He got he got the better weapons with um, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle and even Mike Gusecki, I think, personally. Even though Carson Wentz actually is coming up with these wide receivers that can look like they're being pretty good. But the thing about Tua is he plays the Bills next week. Yep, that's and so tough. Am I really going to play Tua against the Bills? Or do I just pick up, or so do I take Carson Wentz as my priority and have him all season because, well, he has Philadelphia and he might have an easier schedule. Tua got the Bills twice. 
how much are you looking into that? I think that? he might surprise you, bro. And it's not like obviously he's throwing the ball downfield, but like he has a lot of screen passes where he's just getting the ball to Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle, and they try to make a play with the ball, and he's going to get yards. Like if they take a screen pass, eighty yards, that's an eighty yard touchdown for Tua. You know, so I think, I think I would, if you know, in your situation, I'll still pick him up and still starting with the Bills. What he just threw for four hundred and something yards. You know, like not everybody can do that. You know, true. So in six and touchdowns. Also- Baltimore's D isn't that bad. That's what I'm they're, saying. Like, they're not terrible. So, I agree that they're not terrible, but I feel like some of them were just blowing coverage. No, I don't know. I don't know what. Coverages. It was just literally blowing yeah. coverage. And that's why I'm kind of skeptical. Like, all right, I don't think. And that Bills defense against the Rams, obviously, we got to watch them a little bit tonight against Tennessee. But, like, they looked like like really good against the Rams. Like, they, the Rams couldn't do nothing against them. So, that's why. That's the only reason why I'm, like, hesitant. Like, and, like, obviously, I don't. I, I really don't want Carson Wentz. We are we have look, never been look. Carson Wentz people. In his first two weeks, but look, I know he has played the Jaguars and Lions. Okay, my, and by the way, my Lions aren't the Lions anymore. They're not that. Just, you got to start them. Okay, my, you're gonna stay with your chest. You're gonna stay with your chest okay? from now on. We are here to stay. Say, put some respect for my Lions. Look, my last thing on it before we move on to the next guy is it just with Tua, it feels more natural yeah. to have points right now. Carson, it feels like you're clawing, clawing to get these points. It's really against the grain. Carson's doing well, right? Like it's not like he's not. We're not gonna give him props for it, but it just, it, it on your stress and well-being, it doesn't feel as good as Tua. Yeah, and so, Tua, Tua has the better weapons as well. Yeah, too. I agree, completely agree. Way, way better. I don't know, but I mean, I know, I know he technically does. But Jahad Dotson been coming out, had a first, first two good games. Obviously, got scary Terry there. He's and, been playing and, well. And Curtis Samuel. And Curtis Samuel. Oh. For so sure. like I, I, and Logan I, I, Thomas, I, not Logan Thomas. <laughs> and Curtis Samuel. So obviously he has weapons there, and he has been spreading that ball out. And so that's why I'm like, I'm not. I, I know I said it last week too, but Carson was not too far away from his MVP year that he had almost had. Before Sam, he's bringing it up again. Okay, I'm gonna keep saying it, okay? Oh God! Because I got I got Five amazing. years ago, he won MVP. Yay. <laughs> hey, Kev, Kev's that high school guy that's out of, out of high school keeps bringing up his high school years. <laughs> I could have went pro. Hey, all I'm saying is, man, the dude threw for 300 yards in both his first two games. He deserves three the props. Touch, three touchdowns the first game and four touchdowns the next. So, well, look, look, if you if you need a quarterback and you're going to go after it, two, I think, is your bet. If you are someone that's ahead of you, if someone else is ahead of you, and you're I'm like, I'm not mad. I got Carson. I got Carson. I'm I think it's mad. I think it's I agree either you. situation like that. I got you. Um, wide receiver next up on the waiver wire, someone that. Has made a big splash the last two games is Garrett Wilson for the for the New York Jets. He's rostered in 21% of the leagues right now on ESPN. Um, he's just clearly the, the man right now in 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 Jetland. So Sam, what's your thoughts on Garrett Wilson? I I really didn't expect this. I thought uh, I thought what's his name Elijah Moore was going to come out. And- yeah you know, be that wide receiver one. And it looks like Garrett Wilson is going to take over that wide receiver one position in in New York. And honestly, I don't think that team is very good. So I feel like they are going to be down in a lot of games. So they're going to be passing in a lot of games. So, I mean, game script is going to definitely help him. So I think, I think he's a great wide receiver three option going forward. Do you think that is because um, the quarterback change, do you think Joe Flacco was like, I mean, obviously, we haven't seen Zach Wilson, but like, do you think is like he's become a Joe Flacco like favorite target? Hey, all I know is Joe Flacco's elite. 
Always has been, always will be. Yeah. Honestly, that's that's a great point, Kev. I, I completely forgot that Joe Flacco is starting. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he is third in the league in passing yards. So, yeah, so, yeah, we're not even talking about Joe Flacco. I was just thinking that. I would like to see that first game with Garrett Wilson and Zach Wilson. Oh, they got the same name. Look at that. <laughs> did, did you, didn't you have a uh, – uh, I'd like to see that that game first. I think, some, I think someone had the Wilson duo or something like that. Wasn't it you, Kev, that had it? No, I don't got Zach Wilson. No, no, no. You, you labeled him as something. Oh, the, maybe. The Wilson the connection. Wilson, was, the Wilson was it the connection. Wilson connection? Maybe. I might I, that, that. Sounds, that sounds like something sounds like you said. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Go, go, going back, because I know we just talking about quarterbacks. I do. I, he wasn't on our waiver wire pickup. But this dude has also thrown for 300 yards in each of his first two games. Four touchdowns the first game, but only one touchdown this past game. But how are we locking Joe Flacco? Like, is that – and let me hear, better than that, listen to this. He, had, he threw the ball 44 times the first game and 59 times the second – I mean, I mean, I mean, 59 times the first game and 44 the second game. So he's, he's throwing – and he's not throwing – and he only got one pick. He's throwing that thing. And so – Sam, what, what do wanna, we think about? Actually, what, do you, what do we actually think about Joe Flacco? It feels weird. I, I don't like him. I'm not picking him up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna pass, but I don't know if I, I don't know when Zach Wilson is it worth uh, a pickup just for one or two weeks? I don't think it's worth that. Maybe if you can get him, maybe if you know waivers go through and. He's still there, and you need someone for a week, maybe. But um, I like I, – I, I don't know. I'd still stay away from him. I'd look somewhere else. <laughs> I, I feel yeah. it. I feel it. I was just, you know, seeing where you guys are going with this. Yeah. So, Garrett Wilson there, 21%. Definitely someone you get no matter what. Uh, last on our list for waiver wire, someone that is rostered in very, very, very few leagues. Someone that we want to kind of look for a little bit of a sleeper here, which uh, Greg Dortch. Really hadn't even heard of him prior to this game. Uh, wide receiver for Arizona. Um, he had four receptions. Uh, he was targeted four times, so perfect there. 55 yards and a touchdown, you know, with a long of 29. So he kind of came out of nowhere. Um, he had a lot of receptions in the first game, but there's no touchdown. So it, it's like he's he's around for for Kyler there, and kind of kind of just needs to think a little bit. Who are we picking him up? I know Sam. I think you brought him up. In, in the initial discussion, do you want to add anything to him? Yeah, I mean, I think he's a good waiver waiver wire pickup until, you know, DeAndre Hopkins comes back. I think if you need, you know, I think he's a good bench guy. If he has a good matchup, play him. Um, I, he gets targeted from Kyler Murray, likes him. You know, I think he's outscoring Hollywood Brown at the, at the moment. So, I mean, why not? Take Kyler Murray's number one target. I think, I think I'm going to do that. Yeah, what I think is helping him also is uh, Rondell Moore. Yeah. He's I think he's kind of taking a Rondell Moore um, role and uh, his his targets and stuff. So that's why I think it was helping him out. And he's been out these um, first two weeks. And so as long as he stays out, I think, yeah, I, I love the pickup. So I, I agree with Sam there. Yeah, I think that's really all that, all that has to say there. Just someone that is up and coming right now with a good, good offense. Um, and now we're going to move into a new segment that, I actually love that we're going to do this right now is drop candidates, the drop list, people that we clearly aren't performing. We no longer want on our team. And I'll just, I'll just note it on here. Yes. Trey Lance is on there. We, 
I don't know. It's on the list. Obviously, you're dropping him. Yeah. Obviously. We're not going to do that. <laughs> next on the next on the list, we have Sky Moore. Um, obviously, rookie, rookie struggling right now. Clearly not the answer. I don't think he's worth um, a spot. Sam, thoughts? No, I, I don't think he's worth it. I think you drop him and, and look for a guy like Greg Dortch or, you know, someone that's actually getting targeted. I didn't, I don't even think I saw Sky Moore on the field during during offense on Thursday night, if I can remember correctly. I don't know if you guys saw him, but, I mean, I saw him catching punts, you know. But <laughs> that's that's other, literally the only time that, I saw him. I don't, I don't remember him running many routes, you know. Yeah, special teams guy. Yeah, I, I think he's for a for sure drop. I have him in our, our dynasty league, so I'm, and I'm even thinking about dropping him in our dynasty league, honestly. Wow, that's so, bad. But I, I think I'll, I might hold him in that league, but I have him in another league. I'm for sure looking for other options because I'm just not going to have somebody on my bench who's not hurt but is getting me zero points. Just nothing. You just know? Absolutely nothing. So there, and there's other options out there, so I, I think he's a for sure drop. Yep. Another person that is just a disappointment after some pretty good preseason hype with how good he's been looking his his last season being really good with 60 catches uh Cole Komet tight end for the Bears I I don't know what's going on with the Bears offense and it just doesn't nothing's clicking that well I know David Montgomery had a really good game this last game but it just doesn't feel good um thoughts to the group on Cole Komet Oh uh, yeah, Cole Komet has a total of two targets on the season for zero catches. I will be dropping him tomorrow. He will no longer be on my team. Yeah, he he Plain was deemed he was deemed a sleeper for a yeah, while I too, know. and I don't, I don't know, know I don't know how play. big of a sleeper. But he didn't he didn't play the first he played both games. He played both games. Oh yeah, both games. Oh, yeah. Both games. oh wow. So I, like I said, I washed away the first game. Washed away. Washed oh away yeah, away I remember. Game. Yeah, that's what it was. But then he came out. Did the same thing he did in the rainy game. That was my last draw with him. I'm, I'm dropped. The classic blocking tight end on a, yep. on a team. Don't so, want that. I do not want that. Don't want that. Um, someone that's kind of on the fence right here with this next one, uh, Devonta Smith. Um, didn't do anything first game. Uh, I think he actually had zero. I think he had zero points. Yeah, zero points. Zero. And now obviously we have we have him playing tonight as we as we speak right now. So he's on on the cutting block right now. And close to slamming that knife down right now. Uh, Manny, thoughts on Devonta Smith? Are we are we cutting him for sure after if he doesn't perform here, or are we keeping him around? No, I'm I'm keeping Devonta Smith around. I think I don't think he's gonna have another you know zero point performance. At least I will hold not. He's a he's a good wide receiver. I think he, he had a a decent year last year. Yep. It just I, I don't know. He just didn't get the the looks. I think. Jalen Hurts was running the ball a lot, lot more last game against the against the Lions. So and once teams with their running backs and too. with their running backs, so once teams really start to key on that, and then Jalen Hurts is forced to pass, he's going to spread the ball out and not just go to AJ Brown every play. So I, I think he's for sure somebody you keep on your bench, and even if something will happen to AJ Brown, then he he's the number one wide receiver, you know, and he's a good a good you know that second option so i think he's definitely somebody you keep on your bench he's definitely not a start now because i think even some people might have were starting as a in some 12 man leagues probably start him as a flex option maybe first week i hope they didn't do it this week but he's definitely not a start but just keep him on your bench to see what he does if he continues not to perform then he'll probably be on, on that drop list for sure yeah yeah i'm, I'm kind of in the same but i want to see how he does tonight especially with the um, target share see how many targets he gets tonight because i feel like defense is going to kill you a little bit more on aj brown um, today than they did on that week one, but um, but yeah, even if he doesn't perform like, like I say, if he gets like, as long as he doesn't get zero tonight, 
If he gets another zero, then I'm like, all right, dude. Like, so I'm if he gets two, you just if even two and it's just looking, just look, you just gotta watch it. Yeah, it depends yeah. what it is. Because even if he, I might just be keeping him. Because what if AJ Brown goes down? He goes in right because he's he's still a good wide receiver. Oh yeah, he can get open. Absolutely. He can go into that role that AJ Brown got right now and perform like AJ. I believe that he can't perform like AJ Brown is performing. And so that that's the only reason of kind of making me keep him just in case like AJ Brown gets hurt and he's going to start wide receiver one role. But yeah, I definitely need to see at least something, at least something for him. Spark, like, just a little spark. A little spark. That's spark. all. So, definitely on the chopping block, but not, not chopped yet. Yep. Perfect. All right, someone with a very interesting stat line this week, another on the uh, the drop list, is Kadarius Tony. I'm looking at his stats right now, and he has two receptions for zero yards. <laughs> Great stats right there. Yeah. <laughs> <Great stats. laughs> it's just funny to see that as, as an actual stat. You would think he had to have gotten at least one yard, but no. Sure enough. Yeah, I think he was another person that I think a lot of people were talking about as potential sleeper. Um, I don't know if any of you guys feel strongly about him, but it's just, yeah, I don't think he's he's the answer right now yeah. for, for the Giants. I just don't understand what, like, he he played well last year, you know? like And then this year they have less wide receivers than they did last year. And I, I just, I don't get it. Like, he must be in a hell of a doghouse with the new head coach there because – I, it just doesn't it doesn't make sense. It doesn't yeah. add up for me. But yeah. you gotta go gotta go with the numbers and two receptions, zero yards, and what do you have last game? I think like four points. I, I think he's a I think he's a drop candidate for sure. Yep. No, yeah, I, I'm dropping it for sure. Especially after that first game, I think he was actually on the field on the offense for about I think like six plays or something like that. Like it wasn't nothing even high. Like he wasn't even playing a lot of the game. Then that next game, he only follows it up with two targets, one reception for negative four yards. So, I mean, at if it this mean, point, I'm not, I'm not, and those are not, yeah, I'm just, I'm just dropping them. Like, if it I means don't. anything, Sam, he didn't have any points last, last game. He yeah. had, he had zero, oh, he had zero he targets. Zero he had zero, he had zero. He had zero targets, but I think he has like a rushing. Oh, uh, gotcha. Two rushes for like 23 yards. So yeah. he had, he had 2.3 oh, points. Okay. Yes. Oh, yeah. Let me, let me click on the rushing. Yeah. Okay. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I'm just seeing zeros across the board for receptions yeah. as a wide receiver. Yeah, it just up. doesn't feel good. No, I had yeah. the wrong one up. Yeah. He had zero last game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I'm dropping them. Plain and simple. I, plain and simple. Man, especially because the quarterback. I mean, I feel like if there's any wide receiver on the team you would take, I think it would be Sterling. Shepard, yeah, he's he's doing the best out of that. Man, and it, Sammy's and back. Crazy. His name is lurking around us. And it, it's crazy know, to even I, say. I don't like it. I know. I mean, he had ten targets last game. I know. I know. Six it's receptions just... for thirty-four yards. No, because it's, it's the minute the minute me and Sam buy into him is the moment that we pick him up, and then he doesn't do anything. Yeah, that's yeah, the what it start is. Him. No, it doesn't do anything. No, we start him, and then he tears his hamstring <laughs> in the first quarter. That's two years in a row to me. I'm not doing it again. I'm never picking up. I don't care. If he plays with Josh Allen for the rest of his career, I'm not wow. picking that dude up. Let me hear first. Let me hear first. Never pick up Sterling Shepard. <laughs> All right, and we're going to be doing a new segment here, uh, Confidence Meter, something that we, we talked about. We're going to kind of label it right now as who do you trust. Um, and I'm just going to throw out some names or people that are should have been doing good that aren't doing as well as hyped, middle of the pack, just kind of get everyone's confidence meter. So, um, you know, kind of explaining it, 10, I, I would say probably 7 to 10, instant start, no question about it. You know, that mid-range 4 to 6, like, kind of gets you questionable, definitely worth potentially, you know, not starting uh, because you're not confident in them. Anything below that is just where 
where does he go at this point? What what do we do with the guy? Almost thinking about dropping him. Almost <laughs> almost thinking about adding him to the drop can of this list. So um, I think first on the list, someone that has hurt me greatly for the last two weeks is Kyle Pitts. Yeah. Um, you know, throw it to Kevin. What's our confidence level in Kyle Pitts? Do you have him in any leagues, first of all? I do not have Kyle Pitts You're in lucky. leagues. And, You're lucky. Um, yeah, that, I think my confidence level is about like a five right now. So, so better than you five, five, five. So if you're drafting, you want to start him? I'm looking on – it depends on my backup um, tight end is. Obviously, you drafted him in the third or fourth round probably. Oh, he's yeah. A, he's, he's a pretty high tight end that everybody thought um, highly of. But um, right now I'm definitely worried about him this first two weeks was not what you wanted to see from no. a third a third round tight end. And so obviously I think you have to wait it out. But if there's some better um tight ends like I mentioned in earlier in the episode like um um I keep blanking on the Chargers tight end name. Gerald Everett. Yeah, Gerald Everett. Like if he's on waiver still or um somebody like that so you can plug and play and then you sure. just play it by matchups. If he has a better matchup I'm playing him, you know. And so I do think I do think that I'll give him one more week. But after that I'm probably cutting them. Yep, no, I agree. Not Sam, cutting them, but at least benching them. You still got <laughs> to keep them. So I'm going to throw this to you just because you were talking about head coaches here for a while. Is it really a Kyle Pitts issue or is it a head co- or a head coach issue? Is it? Uh, I think it's a – I don't know. I mean, first of all, my confidence meter is at like a six with him. Okay. I don't have him in any leagues. So, so you're not, not starting him either? It, but I, I would – I would start him again, but the thing is, is like the the defenses that he's played have been pretty good. He's playing New Orleans D and the Rams D, two probably top ten defenses in the NFL, you know, most likely. So, I, I mean, it, it, I I would like to see him against a little lesser defenses before I just put him to the bench and not think about him again and grab another tight end from waivers. I think I'm starting him again next week, and if he has another dud, uh, I would be very worried. I agree. Yeah, I mean, I, I think like you said, Sam, I think he played two pretty good defenses, but I think, you know, he's like a very talented tight end. He's almost like a wide receiver, and it's not even like the our O situation, you know. They have to find ways to get him the ball. Atlanta has to do that, and I can tell you right now, they're probably in their coach's meeting. Like, we need to find ways to get this guy the ball because he's going to win us some football games. So that's why I think I will put my probably around at a seven. Like, I'm still starting him. I still have confidence in him because I probably drafted him in the third or fourth round. I don't have him in any leagues, but if I did, I for sure would okay. I know Atlanta, they, they play two good defenses to start out, but they're going to have to find a way to get this guy the ball because he's too good not to have the ball yeah. in his hands. Yes, I'll, I'll follow up with that. I'm, I'm at a six out of ten. I do have him in one league. Um, I'm not getting rid of him by any means, but I'm definitely looking for a backup situation, throw him in there. Um, but I guess to your point, Manny, too, before we move on, it's he they had to find a way to get him the ball because they're clearly getting Drake London the ball after this week. Yeah. And it, it begs the question, like, we're playing good defenses, so, like, how is Drake London going off with Kyle Pitt? I mean, granted, they could be throwing their best defender yeah. on him, whatever, whatever the matchup schemes are, mm-hmm. but he's still got to do something. Yeah. Bottom line, for sure. And, and I think with this Atlanta offense, there's not a lot of um, offense to go around. It can be like this <laughs> for every week. One week it can be Cord- Cordell Patterson. Another week it could be Drake London. Another week it can be Kyle Pitts. Another week it could be whoever, some random dude that played in the bleachers or played in the stands <laughs> and then came out and played for the Falcons. And then he went off for two touchdowns. So with this offense, you just never know, especially with Marcus Mariota at, at, yeah. the, at the head. So. Yep. 
Next on the list is our boy Najee Harris. Um, I, I'm at a 7 out of 10 on him for confidence. As in, like, I'm still probably going to start him. Not, you know, towards, you know, my will. But, like, I don't have another situation right now. But his his workload and how much he's performed has kind of really concerned me with his points. I think he had 10 the first week. And I think he had 14, 15 this week. So, that's not RB1 numbers that you need. You you draft him first round. That was my first pick, and he's doing those kind of numbers, and I don't like yeah, it at yeah. all. I hate it. I hate it. Um, Manny, what's your what's your thoughts on Najee? What, do you have a number on him? Do you have him in any leagues? Yeah, I don't have him in any leagues, and I, I was actually kind of staying away from Najee because I think the Steelers were, are going to use him too much, and I, I already knew he kind of had the injury too. And I think teams are just packing the box because their their passing offense is nothing special at all. So I think teams are just I mean, you have to start him. I mean, he's your first overall pick if you have him on your team. So but I think you're really just gonna be counting on him getting goal line touchdowns. I don't I don't see him getting like a lot of hundred yard games and stuff like that because teams are gonna be pack uh packing a box. So if, if they have to figure out their passing game for Najee to kind of really start breaking out and getting receptions and stuff like that too, because yep. right now, obviously I will always start him because, so I'll say I probably bought it like at a seven, but you know, it's not, he's playing like an RB two when you, you draft him RB one, you know, hundred percent. So no, and we'll, we'll switch it over. We're going to switch gears a little bit and, and have someone that's up and coming right now that, that definitely should be starting, and I think that we're we're growing on him a lot is Brees Hall. Uh, Sam, what's your thoughts on Brees Hall? What's your confidence meter on him? Are you are you starting him, or are you worried about Michael Carter still? Uh, I'm still a little bit concerned about the Michael Carter usage, but again, the Jets the Jets are going to be bad, so there's going to be a lot of passing, a lot of passing opportunities, and you know Brees Hall has gotten. I mean, Michael Carter gets catches, but Brees Hall also gets targets you know, out of the backfield. So I'm not too worried. I think if, as long as the receptions stay um, where they're at and, you know, he's getting carries and maybe some goal, more goal line work, I think he's definitely a wider flex option or even RB2, just depending on how that usage um, is going forward. Yep, I agree with that 100%. Uh, and then the last person we want to talk about for confidence meter, and it's someone that we, we rank really highly uh, going into the season with our QB rankings, and that's our boy Tom Brady. The GOAT. The GOAT. <laughs> but the GOAT's been struggling the last couple games. Clearly levels of frustration in his last game. Just lost Mike Evans for, for a game. Uh, I mean, Kevin, are we feeling what, – what's our confidence level on, on Tom Brady? Like, are we concerned, or is this – He's still a GOAT, man. I'm not concerned <laughs> one bit. Only time I will be concerned again about Tom Brady is when he plays the Saints again. For some reason, I don't know what it is. The Saints and them, they got a problem with each other. They go at it. Tom Brady barely put up any points against him, whatever. But besides that, I'm not worried. It, he's just off to a little slow start. Slow start just because, I, just because, like what we said with Russell Wilson, he didn't really play in the preseason. Um, he had the little absent from the team. You know, he's down. He's down. Chris Godwin. Now he's down Mike Evans. So he might struggle again in, in this next couple of weeks. But you got to remember, Tom Brady is used to playing with not, not the best wide receivers when he was playing in um, New England. So he's still going to find a way to get it done and to win, I think. Um, he might have another slow start next week game. But I, I still think he's going to be good. My confidence probably – I'm still – I'm at an eight. 
I'm not or a nine. I'm still you're. I'm still fair still. enough. Unless, fair unless, enough. Unless I have a better matchup, or I might be looking at my matchups a little bit more. If I have Tom Brady quarterback, I have like another guy I can play. But besides that, uh, I'm I'm still I'm not worried about Tom Brady. One bit. Okay, fair enough. And that with with that, that kind of wraps up our confidence meter there. Um, once we actually start recording, we actually get some visuals with that. So that'll be in the future. Uh, but to wrap up the episode, we're gonna do our normal Monday night pickums. Uh, thankfully, we have you know two options to choose from today. Um, I'll start off first. We're in Q2 of the the Bills Titans game right now. It's currently tied. If I can see behind me. Yep. Yeah. Seven seven. Currently tied as we speak. I still think Bills are gonna pull out. No no problem. They're gonna win. Um, and then my next my next one. I'm actually gonna have Eagles winning uh, Ooh, the game. Okay. Uh, I like that the Vikings are at the Eagles and the Eagles. I think they're gonna bring it. I think it's gonna be a good atmosphere there. And I think it's gonna be a good good game overall. I think both sides gonna be close, but I think Eagles are gonna prevail. Kev, what's your thoughts? Uh, first, um, the game that's playing right now, Titans Bills. I'm gonna go with you. I will have the Bills in this game. I love the Bills and their defense and offense. So. Um, then the next game, it definitely was. Um, I think the next one's definitely gonna be an offensive battle, in my opinion. But I think I think the Vikings are gonna pull it off, man. I like the Vikings this year with the new offense, Jay Jetta, Adam Thielen, um, Dalvin Cook. That's that's an offense right there. That's gonna be hard to stop. So I'm I'm gonna go ahead and go with the Vikings tonight over the Eagles. All right, Manny. I mean, yeah, I think pretty much the Bills are one of the best teams in the league. So obviously, I'm going with the Bills. And then I, I think I'm also going to go with you on this, Mojave, and go with the Eagles, man. Okay. I, I like how the Eagles looked last week. Their offense, they played really well. I think it was going to be really hard to stop all of their weapons on offense with Jalen Hurts, the ability to run the ball. So yep. I think A.J. Brown's going for another day. I think Devontae Smith can step up as well. So I'm going to go with the Eagles on this one. Love it. Love it. Sam, last one. Are you going Are you going Titans? Are you the underdog? I I am actually going to go Titans. No <laughs> way. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to go the Titans. I mean, I don't. they look pretty decent right now, man. I mean, as long as if they can get King Henry going pretty soon here, I, I think they might have a chance. They're well coached. So we'll, we'll see what happens later in the game. But um, so I'll go Titans in the first game. And then the second game, I will go the Vikings. Yeah. <laughs> I am. I am going to go the Vikings. I think. I think the Vikings are going to be the surprise team of the year, man. I think I think they're a, a very well coached football team, and I don't know. I think I like them. I like them this week. All right, that's what I like to hear. I like to switch up a little bit and seeing some good stuff. Uh, with that, that wraps up our episode ten, week two recap minus Monday night games, of course. Uh, as soon as you guys listen to this, give us you know give us a follow on social media. Make sure to give us a good rating. Uh, Continue to comment on our on our Twitter, on our Instagram. We're seeing some really good questions out For there. Sure. Sam, Kevin are loving responding to this kind of stuff, and we really appreciate you guys' support again, as, as always. So with that, Episode 10 for the Fancy Know-It-Alls is out. See ya. Yes, sir.